0: And welcome back to the Brunch and Slay podcast, where we shine a light on innovators, brands, and the culture. We want you to be inspired every week in every episode, because we always believe that if she can, I can, we all can. And in this case, if he can, they can. I guess they all can. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So as we're evolving, y'all, I'm Amira Sane, founder of BAS Media, and it is my pleasure and honor to be on this podcast and on this microphone every time i get a chance to and as you know our show is ever growing i am definitely a pivoter a professional pivoter and a person who loves to increase her territory so with that being said you've heard a few voices these last couple of episodes with a little bit more bass in them than me i know i have a little heavy voice for a lady but not that heavy (laughs) so it's that time y'all i think it's time our 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 Tribe has evolved, and we are tapping into the gentleman side now, which is really cool. So, today's guest is someone I think you're really gonna enjoy. Uh, but before we bring him onto the show, you know what I gotta say if you have not reviewed, rated the show, or even shared it with a friend. What you waiting on? What you waiting on, boy? What you waiting on, girl? So just to warm your feet up, I want to read a review. that, it, And it's, this is an oldie but goodie. Um, and not that old, but I'm late in reading. So here we go. Brunch and Slay is so real and authentic. I recently attended a live podcast taping where Amir interviewed Bree Clark. That was one of my favorite ones, y'all. Her passion for connecting women really exudes in her podcast. I'm a fan. And that's from Healthy Latina Lifestyle, one of my faves. She is killing it out there with the Hey Chica movement. I love everything she's doing uh, for the ladies in the Latinx community. And I think it's just phenomenal. So when I see names, I know, obviously I'm overjoyed. But I, when I see names, I don't. I'm even happier because I know that it's people out there who are being touched by the folks who are on the show. So thank y'all. If you haven't reviewed, Do what you know you need to do. That's how we grow. So, y'all, I'm going to say this first because I thought this was the most important part of his resume, and I'm sure he'll agree. He's a family man, right? And In this day and age, that to me is the most important thing. He's a speaker, he's an author, he's a sports junkie, and he is a podcast host, several podcasts, so we definitely gotta know <laughs> about that. <it. laughs> Help me welcome to the show, Mr. Derek Murphy. Hey Derek.
1: Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? And thank you for having me. I greatly appreciate the opportunity and uh yeah, look forward to uh you know, having a good conversation and seeing what I can do to help uh, some of the listeners that you have uh, know more about me and continue to support what you got going on. So thank you.
0: Oh, man, you're welcome. See, so, guys, you know, I think it's so important for us to constantly be poured into and constantly shine a light on people who are out here killing it. And I've got to know a lot of, about you, first of all, because I see that you're a sports fanatic. One thing I do, I'm i going to go and tell you right now, we don't, we're not we're not going to agree on. What's that? You're a Spurs fan, man.
1: I, I am. Yes, man. Yes, man. I get that a lot. I'm, and I'm still holding strong to it. But no, that, it's a good icebreaker. The older I get, it's just a good icebreaker. Especially living in Houston. So, no, shout out to the Spurs. So I got, I, I always, they Let me gray tell black. You
0: something. Let me tell you something. I lived in San Antonio for about a year, many moons oh. ago.
1: And those
0: are the most fanatical (laughs) fans I have ever met in my life. I mean, they are annoying. And I'm no hater. I'm not even a big sports fan. But those people got on my last... Nerve with the foolery that they do, and when I lived there, now this is probably gonna let you know the Mavericks. Uh, it was one of the years the Spurs won the World Championship, one of the times they won, and this is nice. prior to the Mavericks uh winning. And it was mm-hmm. one of those you probably remember this playoffs when the Mavericks were ahead and they just gave it away and they let yep. the Spurs have it. Man,
1: absolutely, absolutely. Now,
0: I'm not. I'm competitive, I guess. When it's something that I want, and because I'm from Dallas, I, of course I wanted them to win. But those people, this is even before. That game, but after that game, I was really done with, <laughs> <laughs> with anybody who loved the Spurs or even utter their name. But I guess it's been long enough for me to give you a little, a little leeway.
1: And I appreciate that. <laughs> See, I'm a guest.
0: That's how it should be, right?
1: <laughs> no nah, but I appreciate it though. But yeah, like I said, now it's just a good icebreaker. Like, as you know, living in Houston, more uh, uh people that live in Houston are a Rockets fans, or you know, from Dallas or other places that live in Houston because it's like the you know, the fourth largest city. Um, I like to call it the most diverse city I've ever been a part of. Yes. Big Melting pot. Yes. So, and when you hear other people from different places, kind of like, oh, you're not a Rockets fan? But when you hear Spurs, they be like, oh, they're born. Or, <laughs> uh, you know, why? <laughs> so I'm used to it, but it's a good icebreaker. And I'm sticking to it. So, like,
0: right. But you know, good. you're right about Houston. I recently I've, I've been gone for a few months now but i loved my experience living in houston i really did I, the diversity was everything to me and i don't i don't even know how to translate so i'm happy to hear somebody talk about it because to me uh growing up the way i grew up i grew up in the suburbs of outside of dallas during a time where there weren't a lot of people of color there mm-hmm. um, It was very isolating at times, but thankfully my classmates were very inclusive. So we literally just had each other's back. We just kind of meshed together. But um, it is difficult when you grow up in places like that. So when I moved to Houston and I saw every culture, I remember my husband, I brought our first house. The, The subdivision literally had it might as well have been the old-school United Colors of Benetton ad, because it was Mm -hmm. like that diverse. And I always thought, if I ever have a kid, I want to raise them in this city, because Mm -hmm. they will actually be more inclusive. And not just because it sounds good on paper, it's on trend right now, right?
1: (laughs) Yep, yep, that's real.
0: Yeah, facts. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So you know I got to know. What's up? When did you fall in love with sports?
1: Ever since I can remember. I grew up in the Midwest, Gary, Indiana. So for me, it was, um, it was winter, it was cold. So I will, my mother would tell the story better than me because I didn't know, but she would always keep a basketball hoop inside the house because it was too cold. And that kept me, kept me pretty, you know, quiet, not quiet, but it kept me active to where she didn't have to worry about me much. And, Ever since then, when it got warm, I really was outside. So I would just say, ever since I can remember, it was just always a good thing for me. It kept me excited, and I did until I really, you know, couldn't play no more. And after I couldn't play no more, I still would watch it at ten games and put me in a position I'm in today.
0: Wow! So let's talk about it. You got flagrant two and why not sports so those are the names of Derek's podcast so we got i want you to break down let's go with flagrant two first tell everybody what it's about and where they can find <clears throat> it
1: well in, in this podcast community they, they call me uh d murph so when you hear it when i hear Derek, i'm like am i at work so i'm gonna throw <laughs> it out
0: there it's a little different like Derek, who is that guy it's i'm sorry bro. y'all How you know you i am i am always the person who ignores people's nicknames which is horrible no, you're, That's good. So rude you're good you're good <laughs> and that goes back to my
1: sports days my sporting day they were oh big Merv, big homie d murph so for me i just carried it on you know at this particular level but flagrant two actually came about because well i'm gonna answer your question but i'm gonna give a small story before i answer that question why oh, yeah. not sports got me into podcasting why Not Sports was got me into podcasting. After I did an episode with my father, who wasn't in my life, it was a very emotional episode. Uh, he wasn't in my life for the 20-plus years, and we talked nothing at all when it came to sports. Nothing. He's not athletic at all. So a lot of people gave me feedback and was like, Murph, yo, we need content like this. I don't know how you're going to do it. I don't know what you need, but we need something other than sports. So after thinking for a while, I'm like, okay, partner with a few people um, that were podcasters or, or that are podcasters. I was trying to come up with a name. I was thinking, but I'm so sportsy. So if you look at the logo, it has a referee uniform I'm doing, you know, like a technical, you know, T sign. And I was like, yo, flagrant too. Flagrant too. If you, if you get, you know, kicked out of a sporting event or a game, that's because, that's because you went above and beyond what you should have done based on the rules and the policies. And that is a platform where I can have a conversation with a guest where we can talk about anything and everything until it just go above and beyond, and I got to kick you off the show and move on. So (laughs) that's how The Flagrant 2 with DMIRV came about. So I'm more than just a sports guy, but that was what got me into the realm of podcasting and as a radio host.
0: No, I love that. I love your transparency too, man.
1: That's really cool. I I appreciate it. I'm at at an age now There's really no other choice now. Take it away.
0: Right? It's like, you Take know what? I can't fit into that circle, <laughs> man. I'm a square. Like
1: <laughs> facts. Facts on facts on facts.
0: Man, so you you're and, and I want to know more about that podcasting journey. I've never I don't really get to talk to a lot of podcasters. So for me, when I started and I decided I had been listening to podcasts for a while and really enjoying them. Mm-hmm. And in the back of your mind, you're thinking, oh, that'd be cool one day. You know, I'm right. I was that'd be cool. No, you know i don't know where i would start or whatever and then i had a friend i always give her credit ron ron devoe um uh an illustrator and she said you know amira you should do a podcast i would listen because i'm always asking you questions and you give good feedback why don't you do a podcast i did a little research did some meditation and i just said you know what i'm gonna do it i'm gonna jump so well how was it for you when you decided to take that leap
1: for me um at that time, and that's a very good question because, as you can tell, I'm very outspoken. Uh, once my playing career was done as as an athlete, I was like, Yo, this real world thing, I, I'm six, seven, I'm educated, I'm black, that's intimidating, yeah. And I'm not gonna change who I am for nobody. So, I said, At this point in my life, I'm about to do it my way, or at least start doing it my way because this other way, yeah, it's paying my bills, but it's not me it's not truly me and what I believe God intended me to be so I said I must do a podcast I've been successful in you know senior leader management senior level management excuse me Uh, I've been successful as an athlete things I've learned as an athlete as a student athlete I graduated as well I'm like let me just stir the pot combine everything and just hey why not sports and that's how it came about, August of 2016, and talk about the good, bad, and the ugliest sports and how it impacts your everyday life. I didn't have a mentor. I didn't know who or what to begin. Equipment. I wasn't it savvy. I was an athlete who, you know, a lot of times I'll be honest on your show. I'm like, you know, a lot of a lot of charm and how I use my words. I, I didn't have to work as hard, mm-hmm. but I don't have a producer. I don't have a studio. Everything, I'm hands-on with everything. Everything you think about it. equipment, guests, setting up the you know time to schedule and notes and like everything, marketing, promotion, production, and it's like who everything is me. So I really wanted to at this at that time in my life, I'm like if I'm gonna do it, let me go, you know, balls to the wall, and let me see where come it comes from and. Now I'm at this point talking with you in almost three years in August.
0: So. Man, first of all, um, I keep saying this, and I know y'all are tired of me saying this, but what do y'all hear? Y'all probably know I'm going to say it. Every time somebody says when their business started or when they started walking in their, their truth, something happened in 2016, summer 2016. I yep. guarantee you, I have connected with so many people who launched and who started on the path of what I guess their awakening was, yep. and uh, we launched Brunch and Slay. The first one was in July, 2016. Nice. And so it literally is awesome to know that when you activate that faith and you take the lead, everything will fall into place. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah that, it, it's, still, it's still humbling. My family, friends, former co-workers, they're like, Murph you've done it. You doing it. Like, how did you do it? I'm like, I just did it. I didn't right. Ain't nothing and, to
0: do it, but to yeah, do it.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and and, and, I, and it's still humbling to me that, you know, I've been able to inspire people. I'm sure for you, Miss Amir, the same thing. when You hear people that's close to you, who've known you before the brand It's like, yo, you dope. I, I pay to listen to you. How can I support? And it's kind of like, it's still me though, y'all. But it's, 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 I still don't know how to answer that question. It's not like, you know, it's, it's 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 surreal. It's, it's so
0: funny because my people don't give me they pay me no attention. They're like oh. somewhere like if not in a bad way, <laughs>
1: they, they definitely support
0: me. They 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 support me in the ways that keep me where I need to be. Like they right. they know when I need a, a cocktail. They know when I need to step away. But yeah, yeah they know me. I'm a talker. They're not. Nice. They're like, girl, do you think I want to listen to you talk? I say I can hear you talk anytime. <laughs>
1: right. That's true. That's true too. On the flip side, absolutely absolutely
0: but i love y'all so though, yeah i love y'all for listening i tell them hey just <laughs> let it play in the background you don't have to listen just tell a friend about it right just, there you just, go whatever.
1: add to them downloads
0: yeah answer Write <laughs> that good strong review and that five-star come rating
1: <laughs> come on you already know i i'm in the same boat i understand trust i really yeah. do
0: yeah, so when you first started, and, and I, I'm glad that you mentioned how you're everything because I talked to somebody today and they were like, Oh, you're team this. I was like, Oh, thank you for that compliment. But I am uh the the first act, the second act, and the animation. Like I am come all on. of that. <laughs> come on. Come now come thankfully on. my husband my struggle, and he edits the shows, so I am able to pass that that torch. Hey,
1: me. what's up, brother? Hey, man, that's 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 teamwork make the dream. Work. Yes, it I'm does. Give a shout out to 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 the husband. Good job, yeah. big brother. That's good yes. stuff.
0: Yeah. So, but it's really awesome because a lot of people tend to think, you know, things just kind of happen, and they do because you let them happen. You get out there right. and you say, "I got to figure this out." And you're right. There's no blueprint. There's so much technology <laughs> no. right now. Yeah. That We are moving at warp speed, which is what I like to say, from Mm -hmm. social media to digital, to Facebook ads, Instagram ads, LinkedIn, all these different platforms did not exist really truly. Some of them existed maybe a little more than five years ago, but the aspect of how you can capitalize on them did not. So Mm -hmm. there aren't any courses other than once people create themselves, where you can Mm -hmm. learn and dive into these things. So everybody's kind of like flying by the seat of their pants, (laughs) <laughs> and hoping they can get somebody to share a little knowledge with them, right? Yep, yep. So yep. how's that been for you when you, okay, let's talk about even just getting your podcast on platforms, right? hmm How was that for you? What platforms are you on right now?
1: To be honest with you, it, it, a, a lot of them. If there's not, and I, and I joke and say, excuse me, I joke and say this on the show toward the end, I'm like, yo, if there's a platform I'm not on, Y'all let me know so I can make that happen. So if, if I'm, I'm, I'm basically almost, I would say, 90, 90% of the platform between both shows. Spotify, iHeart, uh, Deezer, uh, SoundCloud, Apple Pod, Google Play. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm there.
0: This episode was produced and edited by S1G1 Productions. There's a place that shines a light on women who operate in excellence. A place that creates experiences for women and partners with entrepreneurs and businesses and brands who value your dollars. That place is brunchandslay.com. It's experiences you love, connections you crave, and content that inspires. Brunchandslay.com. We're building something. And now back to Brunch and Slay. Yeah, me too. I think, and and I still wonder who's listening on the others. I'm sure there are some folks out there because podcasts, even though you and I have been doing it for a while, they're still relatively new. There's still a ton of people who are like, what the heck is a podcast? Where can I True. find it? You know, True. Um, it's just booming. And I think it's, it's almost like what blogging was when it first started, in my opinion. That's what mm-hmm. I think. Uh, mm-hmm. So now being that you're a podcaster, and you you've already admitted that you're not a techie person but no <laughs> what technology can you not live without
1: actually i'm i'm really cool i'm i'm really old-fashioned like my wife would joking too well, no, when she won't joke she's to the day she's still getting on me i'm horrible with my phone i leave it anywhere oh i called you well did you get that call from so-and-so oh I my phone was in the other room I was just just chilling watching TV, you know, so I, and then with my laptop, I mean, I just do it now as a, you know, host of a show, I kind of just kind of read up on things, make sure my computer is um, virus-free, you know, so, you know, but if I wasn't a host of a show, before that, I, I really didn't use a laptop, so, wow i'm 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 i just like when i was growing up as i stated earlier just you know let me go outside poop enjoy the fresh air nature i'm good to go read a book meditate
0: right. okay it's good we got us a throwback y'all i love it
1: i'm for real <laughs> old-fashioned that's why i like the spurs too they old-fashioned don't get too much praise from a lot of people but they get the job done and yeah that's how i look fashioned. at my you know my ability i say. Hey, just let me, you give me a task, I get it done. Let me be until next time.
0: Hey, that's something to be said about being reliable, right? Amen. <laughs> <laughs> it's really a lost art. I tell people all the time the first thing they ask me if they talk about podcasts or something about brunches, I say consistency. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. all it takes. Just be consistent. Yeah. You'll get better. If you're consistently working at it, you will get better, period. Yep.
1: Because yep. I that's don't true. even want to
0: hear my first few episodes. They are a hot freaking mess, so let me tell you. But we have. Are they now. still
1: out? Are they yeah, still out there They're still there. Yep, I didn't leave. Yep, that's good. Yeah. I didn't delete mine either. So no. people who do, you know, decide to listen from the start or the earlier stages, you can see and hear a big difference.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that's growth. That's human. This is not perfection. I'm not. I agree with you. I'm not in the studio. I'm not produced by some big, uh, production company. And I like it that way. Those are my favorite podcasts. When it, you can yep. kind of hear my dog's nails walking huh. on the floor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Yes, you know
0: that, that make it's like my, I get to see a little bit into you, and for me, and I don't know about you, I am not a, uh, easily a person who overshares like social media and all that. I don't tell all. I've never been one to post all the business and all that. Oh no,
1: podcasts,
0: right? Oh you get no. a lot of my real Amira. Like if you want to get to know me, you probably need to listen to this podcast because I'm yep. Be- Yep, I'm going to slip up and you might hear a couple potty words every now and then. That's fine. It's your
1: show. you being yourself. (laughs) And and I'm
0: glad you brought that up too, Ms. Samir, because I
1: tell people this a lot. What you hear right now is what you're going to see in person.
0: Right.
1: But a lot of people in our field, whether they're a public figure or influencer, they tend to put on. Don't do that because in the long run, that's going to come back and bite you in the butt. Now, with your consistency and with you being who you are, then you're gonna start passing them. Then they're gonna be like, well, how does she come out of nowhere? Now she's just been herself. And when this person heard her show, linked up with her in person, what drew them to you was what they heard. So, and it matched. But if it didn't match, then they're like, oh, this is just a front. And then now you start losing your your momentum.
0: Oh yeah. So kudos to you. Well, thank you, sir. And then I say that because I want people to realize we had to find our wheelhouse. Like, you mm-hmm. know, D. Murph and I, we thrive in chatting. So it's nothing for us to just get on the mic. Yours <laughs> might, be, you might be a writer. So yours might be blogging. It might be right. going live. I don't want to go live because I don't want to have to put on makeup every time I want to. Come
1: my on. Hair,
0: right. And sometimes I still have my, my twist out in. I don't want y'all seeing me with my bonnet on. Like, that's not cool. I'm not Tammy <laughs> Roman. That's not going to be cute on me. You know?
1: That's real. Hey, oh, Murph, how are we going to do this show? Hey, Strictly Audio, bro. Yes. Trust. Strictly Audio. You ain't got to worry about no video. Trust me. Hey, this we're going to do. Audio It's going to be dope. And thank you. Now, I want to add that, too, as well, for your listeners. As a male host, and I, and I have to specify male, I would say I've had half of my guests on The Flagrant 2 have been women. And I think that's a huge thing, because there was a period, maybe about six months ago, six to eight months ago, where men were, I guess that one time, there's been a few times, the most recent when, I forgot who it was, the young lady, mom had passed, he asked her something about Mother's Day or her mom, and it was kind of like, yo, you didn't do your research. You know, men suck. Mm -hmm. So I kind of want to break that, like, yo, there are men out there who really well, it it guests, I mean, I mean, hosts in general, but in this case, men, hosts of shows really take time, especially with women, and make it authentic and real. And I believe I'm one of, of many, but that one bad apple or bad experience messed it up for people like myself who has had women guests on the show and have been very successful. I just want to throw that out there.
0: No, I think that's good stuff. So who would be your, like your dream person? Who are you, who's on that vision board in your head or on your wall that you cannot wait to interview?
1: Why not sports? Either Greg Popovich or Tim Duncan. Uh, Hashtag go Spurs go. (laughs) Yeah. Why not sports? The sport, again, I got a multiple platform. That's why I said multiple. So why not sports gotta be either one of them two. For the Spurs, maybe even David Robs. I even add the Admiral for, for for the for the flagrant too. See a lot of people. I told you it's a good icebreaker. Shout out to the Spurs. Shout out to the Spurs. But I'll for give
0: you, the, you, yeah, because he's. I mean, come on, yeah, I give you that one. He, hey, he,
1: hey, 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 Coach. Uh, how? How? What made you coach for three decades and, and be successful? And he just leave pause for like that players, uh, okay, and players. And anyway. Um, <laughs> Anybody that know Popovich know he is short-winded with his answers. So, right. So I'm throwing it out there. But for the flagrant, too, that's a good question. Um, I haven't really thought of really like a person. Um few people that comes to mind, uh, I just watched the BET Awards. Tyler Perry comes up. That's the, like the first person that comes up in my mind who I you know would like to just talk to. And, and see what made him really set the trend when it comes to giving back to our community. Um, giving us, especially the women, like he uh did for Taraji, how he gave her what she was worth. She said it with her own mouth, and I was like, whoa. So that's the first person that comes to mind. So I guess the answer rising right now, I was I would I would say uh Mr. Tyler Perry
0: no that's a good one that's a good one so what is something you wish women knew
1: about what about knew anything about.
0: i'm sure there's something that you just like why don't they why do they do that or why i wish they knew this or, i wish i could tell more women whatever it <coughs> may be.
1: she trying to set me up listen not see one
0: thing not See one all. thing about me no i'm just playing but, but see
1: i'm a married man and that's not a hard question i, I think for me and no I mean gonna say for me from what I've heard and from conversations coming from black men like shout out to your husband he probably like okay Murph what you about to lean what you about to lean on man I'm, I'm I'm, he 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 got he forgot he was editing he is self
0: secure
1: um, you keep going go ahead uh, yeah yeah so I, I think it, I think women especially our women And I know you ladies go through the same thing, but the struggle of a black man, especially in this world, whether it's, you know, from the police, from where you work at, from how people see us, especially if physically you have this physique that can be intimidating and still not lose who you are, because some of us haven't really shown to balance it out. Well, I got to be this way, Murph, because no, you don't. It's a time and a place for everything. Like I, I've interviewed, I was say in the past two months, three guys that said, Murph, when I leave the house, I get nervous because I'm going to uh, be targeted just because I'm black. I'm going to yeah. just I'm going to just get pulled over or Murph, because I worked in a predominantly white office. If I'm, come back from the bathroom break 10 minutes, they like, "Uh," you know, people looking at me crazy. But when so-and-so do it, it's like, oh, it's cool. They, you know, hey, let's go out for lunch. Like, dude, he been to the bathroom for a half hour. Hey, I wanna go out to lunch? Like, is he working? I mean, just things like that as an example.
0: Right.
1: And then how we raise our kids to be men, not puppets, not soft, and still trying to find that balance. So I would think just, the everyday struggle and trying to live up to what our women, how they look up to us, is something that is something like, hey, we really doing a lot. It's kind of give, a, just be a, more patient. That's all.
0: No, that's Because there's a
1: lot that goes on that yeah. we have to endure so we can still be strong, but not show that we're weak at the same time.
0: Yeah, so a little more empathy. And I think that's cool. and And that's why I really, I want to make that clear in asking that question. I think we all have room to to grow, and I think mm-hmm. just even coming on this woman and female dominated show and tapping into our tribe, which is predominantly female, there is some room for us to grow and learn and so mm-hmm. somebody's listening who's pissed off at their husband right now because he came in and he didn't really vocalize that maybe his boss said something. Yep. Yeah. And want to walk off the job today. Yep. But he Wanted to be a provider, and he didn't yep. share that because he's not because he has to be strong. So yep. my response to yours is what I wish more men knew is that when you come home, you can take the cape off, right? Mm-hmm. You need to open your mouth and say, you know what? I need a moment because today I almost lost it, and mm-hmm. I, you know I I need to lean on you like you lean on me. So I think mm-hmm. that's some good dialogue there, don't you think? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <That's laughs> right. Good. Right. So I want you to finish this sentence for me. Okay. Okay. There's something about.
1: Well, first thing that comes to mind is well, uh, me. Something about me.
0: Oh, that's good. Okay. Mm -hmm. Some would say.
1: Life is unfair. Hmm.
0: If I could change one thing.
1: Perception of a black man. Hmm.
0: Yeah. So. One of the things I think is so very important is that every time somebody comes on our show and it's so vulnerable, especially as vulnerable as you've been today, uh, number one, we say thank you. So thank you. No
1: problem. No problem. No problem.
0: And, And number two is that we contribute to you just as much as you contribute to us. So what good vibes or prayers can we send your way to help you along your journey?
1: The biggest, that's a very good question. Are we getting all spiritual? Um, <laughs> you
0: know, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just continue to uh, supply and provide the supplies, tools, and resources that I need to not only keep, you know, my family intact, but our community, especially for the men. That's, that's kind of my number one target with my brand. Actually, why not sports? If you look at my Instagram. I've been fortunate to uh, link up with some professional athletes at their camp, giving back to our youth as young men. I have two sons, Big D and Little D. And I think, and I hear that a lot like, men need, or boys need to be mentored by men, mm-hmm. not women or women, men. Yeah. It, it, it's it's a different dynamic, and even I, I joke until my wife. I'm she's like, why them boys be liking you, and and you just came home from work, and they want to be all up on you because I'm their dad. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But yeah. it's just the male presence is is, is 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 much needed in our youth. And and I had a parent actually reached out to me for the last one I went to, and was just telling me like, you know, for some reason, men, like I said, based based, based on that perception of what is being embedded in us, that's not strong, you know, it's a sign of weakness for you to be, I guess, you know, showing emotion to another kid or your son. No, it's okay to cry. It's okay to tell your son, you know, kiss him on the forehead and tell him you love him. So overall, I just just think that forget what you heard. Back in the day, we had our grandparents and and our uncles, how everybody was so close and tight-knit. I think that's what we should get back to the basics and give back to our youth because the the future, they need us. And I think that's how I've been able to elevate and get stronger in this game because my heart of hearts is telling me give back and shine a light, especially being an a African-American male and a former athlete who can talk and who's articulate that you can be anything you want to be and not be – Pinned to a wall or or, uh, categorized based on one thing or basically being put in the box
0: oh yeah yeah no that's excellent and I agree with you I think um our community is starving for more opportunities for men like yourself to connect with youth and I and I don't believe that it's not because there aren't men like out there like you who are doing it I just think we haven't put them in a place where people know where to find them as a resource.
1: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so too.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thankful to be able to have you on the show and to be able to, with this series of, of Brunch and Slay Men. And that's I guess that's what we're gonna call it. It just came out of my mouth. So uh, yeah, I think I'm so glad to be able to share this so that they can share this on a, with someone else. And so this Saturday, you can brunch with anybody in the world. Dead or alive? Who
1: are you brunching with? That's a good one. That's that's. I wasn't prepared for for the, huh? Those type <laughs> of questions. Cause I, it just depends on what type of mood I'm in. If I'm in my my sports junkie mood, it got to be sports related. <laughs> but if am i am in my my head of the household role, you know what I mean? Is this person? Or well, if you can have my, more than one person. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, if I, I'm just I'm gonna say this just for your show. The first thing that comes to mind is Dr. Martin Luther King. Okay, that will be the first person how he was an innovator how he, you know, was a doctor how he still put his faith and everything on the line to preach a message. Was he scared? you know, when he was getting threats and when he was in jail, you know what I mean? So things like that and what can he share and pass on to me as I become that vocal leader in this society that we in, when again, perception of a black man, when -hmm. things are being embedded or or, or working on being embedded in your spirit and, you know, making men not as strong as we are made to be. Mm -hmm. So that'll be the first That'd be the first person that comes to mind is kicking with brunch. I won't say dinner or, or late after, cause he'd be like, hey man, I gotta get ready for church, or I gotta get ready to preach. So, <laughs> so yeah, so brunch would be perfect. If it was like in the evening or at night it might be somebody. But to answer your question, I will say Dr. Martin Luther King. And I, I gotta add this to uh, Ms. Samir, that Mr. Chip Baker, who introduced us, I wanna give him a shout out. Yes. I, I thank him a lot. I didn't even know I and mean, we kicked it over a year ago and he still, you know, looks out for me and gives me an opportunity. So word of mouth for that person that's listening, that's still a great marketing tool. That's still a oh, great absolutely. promoting tool. Absolutely. So I just want to throw that out there.
0: No, so I agree. You, and you know, shout continue. out like literally, I just uh they probably you know, Chip, he's remarkable in his way of connecting people and Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of people, and I always say it all the time, these aren't trade secrets. It takes nothing to like a post, to share a contact. Uh, right. You don't have to be disrespectful with it. People will do with it what they want after you do the introduction. But right. people who are willing to go out of their way to on your behalf and be an advocate for you, don't right. ever take them for granted.
1: Right, know? yep, 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 absolutely.
0: So what part of your life are you currently slaying?
1: Currently slaying... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when you versatile, it, it's you know, it's it's really hard to pinpoint. Um, I got a paw, and listen, that's not because I'm trying to make up something. I I, I really, I'm trying, I'm I'm trying to see. <laughs>
0: Well, if life is good, life is good. Sometimes I, I, it's just, it just, you feel like you're doing life well. You could just be slaying life, you know? That's I, and that's what I'm about to say. I, 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 one thing I've learned,
1: I, if I can wake up the next day, I'm good. If it don't kill me, it's going to make me stronger. And I'm a firm believer that if I had a bad day at work or if something you know happens at home where it, it was a, a minor disagreement or one of the kids or something with the brand or somebody who I really want to take a picture with or talk to blew me up. Like, I'm just like, you know what? But look how many blessings that I have going on. Let me count my blessings. Let me reflect on I, I can go turn on my key my car starts i can mm-hmm. go turn my key to my house door and it's my house
0: mm-hmm.
1: regardless so I, so I thank you, you I, that's what i was trying to think. i'm trying I'm like i'm really good i'm all
0: miss amir's show <laughs> brunch and slay podcast right i love that you keep making me feel like i'm 62 with this miss amir i'm just gonna go on and say that like okay that's,
1: res- that's respect <laughs>
0: I appreciate it. That's much, but respect. I'm also giving you a side eye at the same
1: time. <laughs> I, and you know what? On that note, I'm, I'm gonna just say, Amir. See, I'm, I learned quick. <laughs> you don't, you don't want no side eye, especially when your audience is predominantly women. They like, mm-hmm. so I don't want to be the bad guy on the show. I, I, I'm the guest, and I know when the, you know, I, I know what I should and shouldn't do. So now there you go, Amir. I'm good to go. See, I I learned quick. Comment well,
0: up. I am glad man and yeah. it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on this show this time <laughs> so I gotta know where can people follow you and how can they support you
1: to follow me on social media you can follow me on twitter as well as instagram at it's demurf, i-t-s-d-m-u-r-p-h you can also email me it's demurf at yahoo.com you can find the uh, shows. Uh, why not sports with the as well as flagrant Two with the um, You can find them shows, wherever you consume your podcast. How have you listened to a Just type in why not sports or flagrant Two with the Murph. You will find it there. And if not, as I said earlier, you, you email me or DM me and let me know so I can make sure I, I give myself that uh, added directory. But overall, um. That's where you can find me. Hit me up. If you have any questions about what I've said on the show or if, you know, something comes up and I can elaborate more, feel free to reach out. I'll be glad to respond.
0: Yes. And you know, my, what I'm going to tell you is go ahead and give his feed a try. I always tell you, give the person on the show, give their feed 30 days. I'm sure you like positive things and you want to see what people are doing out here to make our lives greater, then go ahead and follow D. Murph and I'll definitely put links and put his usernames in the show notes, man. So, again, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to chat with me and to humor the Brunch of Slate audience. I have thoroughly enjoyed having you on.
1: Likewise, likewise. It was fun.
0: all right so if you can do one thing for me i'll just say share this show on whatever platform you listen to or listen to it on or your favorite social media platform so i can give you a true thank you or if you're not too comfortable doing that just share it with a friend so until next time i'm amira and this is brunch and slay